0: Back to the Schoolyard Sports Lane Frank podcast. On the this podcast, Lane Frank, we're now at episode number 44. It's we 44 episodes through, and there's so much to go through this action packed episode. NFL preseason is rolling, MLB playoff race come down to the wire, and so much more. Let's hop into it. Now, let's start with episode number 44, how we always do with our headlines. In the MLB, there's so much to go First, I'll start with my New York Mets. Last episode, I went off on my New York Mets for getting swept by the Phillies. Now, they get swept by the Dodgers, but it was an eventful slip, all right? First two games, go to extra innings. Mets are not clutch. Lose both of them. Then the third game, complete abomination. Give up, like, eight home runs. You have Brandon Jury pitching in the top of the eighth inning. While they think, What is going on with the Mets, all right? Then they go over to San Francisco, play one game. They lose seven to five. Pitching isn't there. Offense isn't there. They might cheat Jacob DeGrom in the offseason since he's a free agent. After next season. Yeah, everybody. Jacob deGrom's a free agent after next season. He's not healthy at all. He's probably not going to come back this season. Mets probably won't make the postseason this year. I went off on my Mets last episode. Kind of going off on them them here. A very, very tough... Strain of events in the New York Mets. They lost their lead in division. They're not going to make the wild card because that's San Diego, LA, whoever's going to lose that N- NL West. Right? The two teams who don't win the NL West, so Dodgers, Padres, Dodgers, Giants, Padres, Giants, whatever it might be. Those two teams are going to get the wild card and nobody's going to get it. Not the Reds, not the Braves, not the Phillies, probably not the Mets. Just a sad thing to see, but the Mets not doing too well right now, not doing too well. They're going to need to go on a massive win streak, probably sweep the San Francisco Giants if they want any chance. Any chance at making the postseason in this season? Leave in the comment section if you think the Mets have a chance to make the postseason. As of right now, I do not. Let's go over to the Chicago White Sox-New York Yankees game. The Field of Dreams game, everybody. That, in my opinion, revived baseball. I'll talk more about that in Around the Bases. But the Field of Dreams game was amazing, all right? It revived baseball. There was home runs. Okay, there's a lot of home runs. I'm gonna go more in depth on that later. But Field of Dreams game, one amazing game. Tim Anderson walk-off home run. All right, three home runs in the ninth inning by both teams combined. Just an amazing thing to see. Let's move over to the NFL, where there is so much news at the preseason start. All right, everybody. NFL preseason start, we got a first glimpse of Jordan Love, Davis Mills, Mac Jones, Justin Fields, Trevor Lawrence, Jerry Lance, every single rookie quarterback, Jacob Beeson, one of my favorite quarterbacks, and I thought i will talk more about him later in the episode. But first quarterback in action was Mac Jones. Cam Newton gets sacked and fumbles the ball in the first draft of the season. Bill Belichick says, hey, Cam, get out of there, get out of there. Let's put Mac Jones in there. Mac Jones won that game. He bowled out. I know it's preseason week one, but this guy should be the guy for this team, right? Mac Jones should be the start of the New England Patriots. You can quote me on that. Mac Jones deserves to be the starter in the New England Patriots, in my opinion. No doubt about it. Mac Jones is the best quarterback in the New England Patriots roster. He will not make many turnovers, all right? Cam Newton, we've already seen him make one turnover in the preseason. All right, Cam Newton's not going to be a solid quarterback this year, in my opinion. He won't, all right? He just won't be. He wasn't last season. Even after the COVID, you could say, oh, it was COVID-19 that roughed him up. And even Cam said that. Okay, but he had 13 weeks to recover from that. 13 weeks. No, Cam Newton does not get an excuse. All right, Cam Newton did not have a good season. At all last season, in my opinion. Not at all, all right? And even before that, he wasn't even balling out. He had a terrible game against the Raiders before that, which was a win, but got overshadowed because he had a terrible performance, Camden, just a terrible one. Mac Jones deserves to be the starter of this team, in my opinion. He does. It's more of Chicago where Justin Fields, right? Everyone's jumping ship off Justin Fields. Oh, yeah, terrible first quarter. Then Justin Fields revives himself, has an amazing second half, has multiple touchdowns to that game. Justin Fields had an amazing debut. Now, it's more to the Bay where Trey Lance had a really... Really rough debut, in my opinion, everybody. All right, you can say, oh, what do you mean he had an 80-yard touchdown pass? All right, it was really a 20-yard throw where the receiver went for 80 yards. It was a good play. It was a good play. But he went 5-14, had two passes that would have been intercepted in a real NFL game. Tough to see from Trey Lance, one of my favorite quarterbacks in the draft class. He is just a tough thing to see from Trey Lance. Had a really, really rough debut, all right? Five of 5-14, one touchdown, 80 yards. That's going to say he had an amazing debut. But he really wasn't a great throw. Set his feet well. All right, it was a good throw. That was his only good play, in my opinion. Only great play. All right, the rest, not so much, all Right, it was his first game in over a year, so I give him a bit of a pass. He hasn't played a real game since the National Championship in 2019, all right? 2019 was his last official game. He played one game in 2020. It was an exhibition, all right? An exhibition against Central Arkansas. Central Arkansas is not an NFL preseason team. An NFL preseason team is not a great defense, but Burns Central Arkansas. All right, Trey Lance got his first taste of NFL action, didn't do as I expected him to do. Alright, Had one good play, like I said. 5 of 14. Two passes that would have been intercepting in a real NFL game. That's my take on Lance. That's power for the headlines this week. Now, top five. This week's top five is top five bull takes I've got for some NFL quarterbacks this season. All right, it's not going to be Tom Brady and the Bucks and win the Super Bowl. It's not going to be like that. It's going to be more Jacob Easton and Jimmy Garoppolo type of takes. Let's hop into it. Number five. Jacob Beeson, by the end of the season, will be the Indianapolis Colts' full-time starter. Carson Wentz, I don't expect him to be back week one, despite the reports that came out today that he might be ready for week one. I don't think they're going to rush him, and I think it's going to be Jacob Beeson starting week one, who had an amazing first preseason game, an amazing game. I know Sam Ellinger played well, but Sam Ellinger isn't a starting quarterback in the NFL. I hate to say it, but he could barely even be a quarterback of a decent college football team. He had one good year in college, struggled his last season. All right, Sam Ellinger, a good quarterback, but not an NFL quarterback, not a great quarterback. Jacob Beeson can be an NFL quarterback. So this is what I think the deal is gonna be, all right? Jacob Beeson's gonna start week one, he's gonna ball out. He's gonna start weeks one, two, and three, gonna play amazing. Then Carson is gonna come back, let's say, ninety five percent healthy. They're gonna run Jacob Beeson for one more week. And then after that, they're just gonna say quarter through the season, we're playing amazing, say three and one. Let's make Jacob Beeson the full time starter. Carson Wentz had a terrible season last year. We haven't seen him play good football since twenty seventeen. Let's make Jake Beeson our starting quarterback. That's what I think the Colts should do. That's what I think the Colts will say. After Jacob Beeson bowls out the first four weeks of the season, yes, you know, so I'm predicting Jacob Beeson have an amazing season this year to be the starting quarterback of the Colts for many years to come. Jacob Beeson's a franchise quarterback, everybody. He is. Number five. Number four, Jalen Hurts and Tua Tongavallo, everybody. I had The two Alabama quarterbacks, Jalen Hurts went to Oklahoma for his last year. But two quarterbacks went out of them, Alabama, two quarterbacks had quarterback competitions. Neither of them have their coaches full trust right now, and I don't expect them to have it this season. I think both their teams will struggle this year because of it. I don't think the Dolphins will make the playoffs this year. I really don't. Even with Xavier and Howard being back, I don't see Tua doing well. Didn't have a great first preseason game. And you got a starting quarterback on that bench. Uh, Jacoby Brissett is a starting quarterback. Uh, let me say that again Jacoby Brissett is a starting quarterback in today's NFL. He's shown that in the past. Really, really good quarterback, Jacoby Brissett. Say Tua Tocqueville struggles, which I think he will. Doesn't have Brown Flores' full trust, in my opinion. They're going to start Jacoby Brissett. And then Nick Sirianni's not... Nick Sirianni doesn't trust Jalen Hurts. He hasn't even named him the starter yet, all right? Jalen Hurts. Not the starting quarterback of the Eagles for the franchise, maybe, all right? You never know for the long term. This season, I think he will be, but he doesn't have Nick Siriannis full of trust, in my opinion. He's not going to trust him to throw 30 times a game, 35 times a game, 40 times a game. I don't think Tua Tagovaila either. They're going to depend on the run game, which neither team really has a great running back, in my opinion. Neither team has a great running game. That's what it's going to be. That's why I think both teams will struggle. Jalen Hurts and Tua Volo do not have their head coaches trust, in my opinion. And I think that'll show this season. Number three, Drew Locke. All right, everybody. Drew Locke had an amazing first preseason game. All right, only like nine pass attempts and had two touchdowns, 150 yards Drew Locke will have the best season of his career. He will have so much confidence, renewed confidence, will be the start of this team. I'm sorry, Teddy Bridgewater. He's going to have a great season, Drew Locke, and save Vic Fangio's job. Uh, I think they go 9-8. I don't think they make the playoffs. I think they go 9-8 because they're in a really tough division, the Chargers, the Raiders, and the Chiefs, everybody. Okay, but I do think this is a good team. Right? I do think Drew Locke, they, I think it's a good defense, I think Drew Locke can have a great season, can have the best season of his career. I, I'm in, I think Drew Locke's a good NFL quarterback. I've said bad things about him in the past. But I think he could be a good NFL quarterback. I think he can be a franchise quarterback this team. But say he doesn't, there's a really good quarterback draft. All right? A really, really good quarterback draft. And he got Teddy Bridgewater on the bench. But I don't think Teddy plays much this year. I really don't. I think Drew Locks just going to have an amazing season. Leave in the comment section if you think Drew Locks going to have an amazing season. But in my opinion, he will. Number two, and right, maybe the most important one. Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. They're $150 million, man. They're franchise quarterback, franchise player. All right, Dak Prescott won't be 100% to start the season. But the Cowboys will roll at the start of the season. Let me explain why. After week one against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they don't play a playoff team until week 10. They don't play a team after the Buccaneers game, which is week one. They don't play a team that made the playoffs last year until week 10, which is the Kansas City Chiefs. It's November 21st. The season starts September 9th. So the next week, September 15th, something like that. After that, they don't play another playoff team until November 21st, everybody. Dak Prescott's going to have a good season. If he, uh, he's not going to have a 5,000 yard season, in my opinion, he's not going to throw for 45 touchdowns, 50 touchdowns. He's going to get after a slow start, in my opinion. But they're going to depend on the run game. I think Dan Quidds has got to improved defense. Right? I'm watching hard knocks, Michael Parsons looks like a legit ball player. Dak Prescott's not going to be 100% the start of the season. They're going to rely on Ezekiel Elliott, but this team will roll to start the season. I hate to say as a Giants fan, but I think they will. They don't play a playoff team until week 10 after that Buccaneers game, week 1. They don't. They're going to lose that Buccaneers game, week 1. But after that, it's going to be a breeze for the rest of the season, in my opinion, the Dallas Cowboys. Number two. Number one, and maybe the most important also, and my favorite, Jimmy Garoppolo, the quarterback, the starting quarterback, the San Francisco 49ers, will win the NFC West. Yeah, over the Seahawks, over the Rams, over the Cardinals, and lead them to the conference championship game against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He will. Jimmy Garoppolo is going to make this team into a conference championship team. And after the season, hey, you might say, Ooh, Trey Lance, what are we gonna do with him? Jimmy Garoppolo is an amazing quarterback. Jimmy Garoppolo's a proven winner, everybody. Let me explain why. I've said it many times on the show, but let me explain why. 2016, Jimmy Garoppolo, starting quarterback with the Patriots for three or four games, didn't lose one game. I right? had played amazing, but that's that's five years ago, everybody. Next season, goes over to the San Francisco 49ers, plays six games, wins all of his six games that he plays there. Next season, San Francisco 49ers do absolutely horrendous because Jimmy Garoppolo tore his ACL week two. Next season, Jimmy Garoppolo brings them to the Super Bowl because he's fully healthy. This season, Jimmy Garoppolo wasn't healthy at all, and this team didn't even make the playoffs. All right? When Jimmy Garoppolo is healthy, this team succeeds. They're going to make the conference championship this year, in my opinion. They're not going to win it, but they're going to make it. And they're going to maybe stick with Jimmy Garoppolo for the long haul, in my opinion. Because Trey Lance didn't look too hot in that first preseason game. He didn't. Hate to say it, but Jimmy Garoppolo, last season, 2019 season, 70% completion percentage. That's one of the highest in NFL that year, right? Jimmy Garoppolo went fully healthy. He wasn't fully healthy at all last year, except for, like, week one. Uh, he wasn't. Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be the starting quarterback of this team this year. It's not going to be Trey Lance, and that's already been confirmed. He's going to lead them to the conference championship. Call me crazy. You might. No debate about it. In my mind. Jimmy Garoppolo is going to lead this team to the conference championship. Leave your top five bold takes quarterbacks this offseason in the comment section. That's mine. Now, did you know, everybody, this week's daily to is, did you know, number one pick in the last 20 NFL drafts. Only three of them have won a Super Bowl. David Carr's a backup to Eli Manning, Eli Manning, and Eric Fisher in 2019. All right, just an interesting thing to think about. In the last 20 NFL drafts, only three number one draft picks have won Super Bowls. Jamar, Russell was easily a bust. Eric Fisher didn't plan out to be. What they thought he would be he got cut this offseason and was not a huge piece of that 2019 winning team. But he was a starting offensive lineman, so he won a Super Bowl. David Carr is a backup to Eli Manning that year, and then Eli Manning won the Super Bowl as a starting quarterback. Really the only meaningful player in this list. But did you know that? Leave that in the comment section. Now around the bases, everybody. Hey, remember the dead ball era? Remember when people said baseball is dead? Uh there is no more dead ball era. There was the most eventful regular season game in the past 20 years. The revived baseball, the Field Dreams game. And there was eight home runs in that game combined. All right, There was a walk-off home run. There was a comeback in the top of the ninth inning. What else do you want? And a neutral site. All right, it was an amazing game to watch of two teams. Best regular season game in the past 20 years. I think it was the most watched regular season game in the past decade. All right, Just an interesting thing to think about. All right, There's no more dead ball era. Whatever you want to call All right, Yes, there was no hitter. On Friday, which was amazing to see Tyler Gilbert's first career MLB start. Not his MLB debut, but his first career MLB start had no hitter. Just a mix of a great week for them. will be great week for baseball, in my opinion. Baseball's not dead anymore. Inviting new fans to the game. Right? They're going to do the Field Dreams game next year again. It'll be the Cubs and the Reds because the Cubs, minor league team, AAA team is Iowa Cubs. In Iowa, Where the Field Dreams game. We play just an interesting thing to think about. You know, baseball's not dead. Dead ball era is not a thing anymore, right? You could say at the start of the season, there were five no-hitters to start the season, not many home runs were being hit. But then, you have the most eventful baseball game, like I said, in the past 20 years, and there are eight home runs, walk-off home run, comeback, everything like that. Then, no-hitter later in the week. Just an interesting thing to think about. Baseball's not gone anymore. Right? Now I want to talk about present day, MLB. Uh, the San Francisco Giants, they're playing well. Right? San Francisco Giants are going to make the World Series this year, probably. Yeah, let's say it right now. San Francisco Giants... I'm like the World Series this year, but they won't win it. But they'll play against the Chicago White Sox. Where the Chicago White Sox win the World Series, everybody. Uh, the White Sox, you could say, oh, Astros have a better record than the White Sox. White Sox are the best-hitting team in baseball right now. You got Yasmani Grandal, a catcher. You got Lance Lynn, Lucas G. at a pitcher. You got Michael Kopech in the pen. You got Liam Hendricks in the pen. You got Jose Abreu, reigning MVP at first base. Uh, this team is stacked head-to-toe. You got shortstop Tim Anderson. Third baseman, Yohan Moncada. Luis Robert came back this week. All right, Eloy Amanez is finally back. I mean, Adam Engel. This team's a really, really good team, in my opinion. They're going to win the World Series against San Francisco Giants. That's my take. That's about for round the bases this week. Leave your thoughts in the comment section. Now, training camp talks every everybody for our new, listener, new listeners and viewers. Training camp talks is segment, which I'll we'll be doing every single week of training camp until the NFL season starts. Basically, just breaking down our NFL news. And then when the NFL season starts, we'll get into our S.Y.S. game day again. But well, let's hop into it. Let's hop down to Houston, Texas, Well, they got quarterback Deshaun Watson. He's not going to play the season. He's not going to play the season. There's not going to be an official announcement until week one that he's not going to play this season. But there's no way he's going to play the season. All right. Didn't play week one. Oh, apparent injury. He sits out five days of practice, everything off the field, everything on the field. All right? From the trade request to everything else. Sean Watson is not going to be the quarterback of the Houston Texans this year. He's not going to be an NFL quarterback this year. I already said it. This is what they should do. Let's have a mutual conversation. You're not going to be our quarterback this year. We're not going to find you. We'll trade you to a new team this offseason. Just let us have our terrible season. Let us get a number one pick. Let us get Spencer Rattler, Carson Strong, the League Willis, whoever it might be, Sam Howell in the draft. Just, all right? That's what I think the Houston Texans will do. That's what I think they should do. Sean Watson. He's not gonna be the quarterback of this team's here. Right? If you think that just you're blatantly wrong, right? Sean Watts is not gonna play this season, in my opinion. You know, don't draft him in your fantasy football leagues unless it's the last pick of the draft and you're really, really confident that he's gonna play this season. Unless not, do not do it. That's about what I think about Houston, Texans quarterback, Sean Watts. Let's hop down to New Orleans, where they got a quarterback competition going on. It's kind of rare in the NFL to see a quarterback competition going on, but the New Orleans Saints have one, everybody, right? For this good of a team to have a quarterback competition going on. Kind of a weird thing to see. All right, James Winston and Taysom Hill. Who's it going to be? It's probably going to be James, but then you're going to see Taysom Hill on 15, 20 snaps on week one. All right. But that's not the point of this take. I think the New Orleans Saints struggle to make the playoffs this year. You want to know why? Michael Thomas. All right, their star wide receiver, maybe their best player in offense. All right. You can say better than Alvin Kamara. All right. He's not communicating with the Saints. He's posting stuff on social media, pretty much badmouthing the Saints. All right. What is going on over there? He's not going to have a good season. He might not even play that much this season, Michael Thomas. He just might not. All right, he got suspended for a game last year for punching a teammate. He got hurt a lot last season. Just interesting thing to see. I think the New Orleans Saints struggle to make the playoffs this year. they got a tough schedule. They're going to play the Buccaneers twice this year. I don't think they win one of those games. James Winston's not going to beat Tom Brady. He's not going to beat his former team, Bruce Arians. Bruce Arians has him figured out. Right? Because Bruce Arians coached him for one year of the year. He gave up 30 interceptions. Right? Last time, James Winston, I love him. Started a full season, he gave up 30 interceptions. I don't think he's gonna throw 30 interceptions. I think he might throw six or ten, maybe fifteen, say something like that. It's gonna be a lot lower. No New Orleans Saints are like gonna struggle to make the playoffs. They might still make the playoffs as a an 10 and seven, 11 six type of team. This team's not gonna be an undefeated team. It's not gonna be a 15 and two team. It's not gonna be that, not 14 and three. Uh, this isn't a 13 plus one team, in, in my opinion, everybody. Pretty much defense. Worsened a little bit over the offseason. They lost Amanda Sanders. A lot of key pieces. They got Cameron Jordan coming back. But interesting thing to see. Now, last part of Trade Kid Talks this week. All right. I talked about the rookie quarterbacks in the headlines a little bit. But let's talk about it a little bit more here. All right. I want to rank all the rookie NFL quarterbacks right now. Let's hop into it. Number one, Trevor Lawrence, everybody. All right. There's no debate about it. Trevor Lawrence didn't have the best preseason week one. But he will be the best quarterback coming out of this draft class. As of right now, I'm putting Trevor Lawrence at number one. Number two, number two pick in the draft was Zach Wilson. And Zach Wilson is the second-best quarterback in this draft class. Uh, he had an amazing, an amazing week one all right, against the Giants. All right, he didn't throw for a touchdown, but he still had a good game. Right? He had big third-down conversions. Looked like an NFL-ready quarterback, in my opinion. He's going to be the start of this team because nobody in that Jets quarterback room has ever played a single down in the NFL. All right? Nobody in that Jets quarterback room. Not Mike White, not James Morgan, and not Zach Wilson. All right? Robert Sala is going to coach him up. He he has. They got Mike LaFleur, Matt LaFleur's brother is offensive coordinator for the Jets right now. Interesting thing to see. You know, a lot of people comparing Zach Wilson, Aaron Rodgers. Uh, say Mike LaFleur calls up his brother, says, Hey, how do you coach Aaron Rodgers like that? Help me teach Zach Wilson like that. Give me some hints, all right? That probably won't happen. Just an interesting thing to see, though. Zach Wilson, an amazing quarterback, second best quarterback in this draft class. Number three, Justin Fields, all right? Justin Fields had an eventful week one of the preseason but he is the third-best quarterback in this draft class. I was tempted to put Trey Lance at three, but now I'm thinking about it. Jimmy Garoppolo is going to have a great year, in my opinion. Trey Lance struggled on week one besides that one throw. He had one great throw, one Mahomes-worthy throw. Trey Lance, he did. But is that enough, in my opinion? It is not. Number three, Justin Fields. All right, actually, I'm going to put Mac Jones at four, everybody. And I'm going to switch it. Mac Jones, fourth-best quarterback in this draft class. Mac Jones, he's going to be an amazing player. had won the national championship, everybody. Trey Lance won the national championship. In the FCS. This is the FBS, everybody. Mac Matt Jones won it. The real national championship. No, it's Trey Lance. Matt Jones won the real national championship. He did. Uh, Matt Jones, an amazing season at Alabama. Amazing week one of the preseason. He should be the starter of this team week one. Probably won't be, but he will be later on in the season. Say week seven, week five, somewhere around there where Camden struggles by week three. That's probably what it might be. Never know. But Mac Jones, fourth best quarterback in this draft class. I number five, I'm not too crazy to put Sam Ellinger, Dave Smells, around anybody over Trey Lance. But it is Trillance, all right. Struggles Week One, like I said many, many times. Yeah, it's preseason, but you're playing against a really, really bad defense. You've never, you're not ready for NFL action until the year 2022 season, all right. If he plays this season, it's gonna be a nightmare. It's gonna be terrible, all right. It's gonna be a disaster if Trillance has to play this season. It will be, all right. Just think, think about Trillance. Not gonna have a great season this year if he plays, all right. And I don't expect him to play. And if he plays next season, he could struggle a little bit also, all right. Doesn't throw many interceptions, but not ready for an NFL defense, in my opinion. He is not. Alright, he threw no interceptions. His one season starting at North Dakota State. That's North Dakota State. Isn't adapted to high level coaching yet. Isn't adapted to high level defenses yet. Doesn't look NFL ready. I'm putting Trey Lance at number five. Number six, and the second last quarterback in this list. Davis Mills, everybody. I loved what I saw from Davis Mills in Week 1. Playing against the Green Bay Packers where Jordan Love oh, had an amazing game. We're not here to talk about Jordan Love. We're here to talk about Davis Mills. Had a good game. You know, maybe he'll get a start this season because he's on the Houston Texans. They're going to start Tyrod Taylor Week 1. Deshaun Watson's not going to play the season, like I said earlier. He's not going to. Uh, but say Tyrod starts to struggle by Week 8, Week 9. Let's just say Houston, Texans are 0-9, 0-8, something like that. You know, David Cole, should just say, Hey, let's start Davis Mills. Nothing to lose, all right? Davis Mills didn't really have a good college career. They picked him off of his high school career, not his college career. People forget he was the number one quarterback in that class, all right? Over Tua to Veloa, over Dylan McCaffrey, over Jake Faram, over all these NFL quarterbacks right now. He was uh, Davis Mills, number six. Number seven, the last quarterback in this list, who I already talked about a lot this episode, Sam Ollinger. That's about for Trenton Camp Talks this week. Leave your thoughts in the comment section. Now, nah, this is that, but we haven't learned this or that in a while, but let's hop into it. First option on this that White Sox-Astros, everybody. All right, I'm going to say the Chicago White Sox. I said earlier, White Sox, the best team that will be, in my opinion. All right, White Sox, as of right now, the best team that will be. They're going to win the World Series over the Giants, over the Dodgers, over all these teams, over the Astros. Astros have a better record on paper. We're we talking about on paper here. No, we're not. This is school year at sports, everybody. All right, White Sox. The best team in the MLB, in my opinion, and they are better than the Houston Astros. Now, next, two players, all right? It's two players. Jalen Green, Kid Cunningham. I've talked about it a million times. I've done multiple picks. But as of right now, after all the summer league games, I'm picking Jalen Green. Right? Jalen Green, number two pick. He's been, he's talking a lot about social media. Oh, Detroit should have picked me. Do you want to play in Detroit? No, you don't, all right? So don't keep on talking about that. But Jalen Green is a good player. Better player than Cade Cunningham from what I've seen so far in the Summer League. I'm not basing it off the Summer League. and basing it off other things. If Jalen Green went to college, he would have been the number one pick. Can we all agree on that? If Jalen Green went to college, he would have been the number one pick. He would have. Okay, but he did But he was the number two overall pick. Not much to whine about here. Jalen Green is better than Cade Cunningham, though, in my opinion. Leave in the comment section. You think better, Jalen Green or Cade Cunningham. Now, next two players, Spencer, Rattler, or Sam Howell. I'm not here to make a controversial statement, but I also almost am. Uh, Spencer Rattler is a really, really good quarterback, and he is better than Sam Howell. Sam Howell might not even be the second-best quarterback in this draft class because he's surrounded by a lot of good talent in North Carolina, and if he struggles this year, he might not even be a first-round quarterback. Call me crazy. If Sam Howell struggles a lot this season, he's not going to be a first-round quarterback. Say North Carolina is 7-5. He's not going to be a first-round quarterback. He just isn't. Spencer Rattler. I'm taking him over Sam Howell right now. I'll pick a Spencer Rattler to win the Heisman, everybody. I am Spencer Rattler. The best quarterback in college football. The best quarterback in this draft class as of right now. I'm picking Spencer Adler over Sam How for right now. Next team. Next two players. Jordan Love or Jacob Beas in the last one, all right? We got two second-year quarterbacks, everybody. Two second-year backup quarterbacks. Jordan Love's the backup of this team, everybody. No Kurt Benkert. No Blake Burroughs. It's going to be Jordan Love after we saw week one preseason. And really... Week one in the preseason was the first glimpse we got of these guys because Jacob Beeson didn't take a snap last year. There was no preseason last year because COVID. There was no preseason for Jordan Love last year. He wasn't even the backup of the Packers last year. That was Tim Boyle who got that garbage title. Just interesting thing to think about. As of right now? I'm taking my guy. It's a tough pick. Really tough pick. Two players I love to watch. But I'm taking Jake Beeson. Maybe over time it could be Jordan Love because I loved us off from Jordan Love in week one. But I also loved us off from Jacob Beason. I've seen more on Jacob Beeson, more tape at right, Jacob Beeson. An amazing player. I'm taking him over Love right now. One of the best second-year quarterbacks as of right now. is Jacob Eason. That's about for this and that this week. Leave your thoughts in the comment section. Now, best for last question. This week's question is, will Jalen Hurts... We talk about Jalen Hurts a lot this episode. Will Jalen Hurts be the week one starter for the Eagles? So you're Nick Stigliani. Are you picking him to be the quarterback week one for the Eagles? Leave your answer in the comment section. But do you think Jalen Hurts will be the quarterback of the Eagles week one? Leave your answer in the comment section. That's the question this week. That's five power Squared Sports. lane freak episode number 44. Thank you for tuning in. Follow Squared Sports on Instagram at Squared Sports. Follow Squared Sports on Twitter at Squared Sports. Follow Squared Sports on TikTok at Squared Sports. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and view for the best sports content in the world. We'll be back here next week, December 45th. Stay tuned.